0: Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Christy, I am so excited. You know I'm excited? I'm excited because we are finally past the weddings. We are, in my opinion, into the meat of the season would you would you agree with that assessment
1: yeah i would say so
0: i just there was so little that happened in the weddings that i found myself wishing that we could get to this because i mean we have eight weeks with these people before decision day so let's get to that stuff instead of a slow-mo of the walk down the aisle that ends up being way more time than necessary. <laughs>
1: more time than it actually took to record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: Where should we begin? Uh, we can start with Stasha and Nate.
0: Oh boy. This... This is not a good... Uh, well... Not a great episode for them, necessarily, in my in my personal opinion.
1: Well, we start off with some surprising news that after that very intimate shower scene last week, they didn't have sex. Allegedly didn't have sex. I know, I have my doubts, but we'll, I'll take them at their word for the moment.
0: Oh, man. Yes, they because they do bring it up later again. So they're they're sticking to their guns. It it appeared to the viewers that it was going there, but but not. I think probably it, just more in their heads. It seems like everybody, to a degree, uh, there's someone in each of the couples, at least someone, perhaps some buddies in each couple that is overthinking the sexual aspect of of their marriages.
1: Yes, that happens every season, unfortunately. I mean, it's understandable
0: since they're strangers, but also uh, a little weird how <laughs> far some of them seem to go to completely avoid physical well, intimacy it
1: just seems to me that if you're willing to do what they did in the shower last week we're we're past the point of strangers what what happened there how do you
0: how, <laughs> how do you how do you go to that point and then just be like no nah, i'm good
1: yeah i i don't know
0: very very it's weird. puzzling uh but i'm sure i'm sure they will get there but how about this this uh, fun in the sun time that they had? I mean, I guess maybe they were shaded for part of it, but ATVing in Mexico. What do you think about that?
1: Um, this didn't look like a lot of fun for her. Nate had a great time as he took selfies and videos. This was
0: red flag. <laughs>
1: yes for sure like why are you so concerned with taking videos for your instagram page instead of paying attention to your wife who is lagging behind and struggling
0: not not only not only that because that would be bad enough but what's worse in my opinion is before they even started to drive around i mean they just had sort of a mishmash of atv trails that kind of crisscross and stuff but the bigger thing to me was when they were getting ready he like straps into everything and just la-di-da goes off and sits on his atv snapping pictures of himself (laughs) and, and stuff and she's over there struggling to put this gear on she's like Putting these pieces and parts together, having a hard time, and he's just completely, completely oblivious. Which especially, uh, after she mentioned in an interview that I, I really just want I want to observe how he like how we interact and how he p- pays attention to me and observes and stuff, and he was just completely in his own little world the entire time. I mean, I don't think so, they went out on the trails drove around for a little bit she was behind him for a little bit and then he promptly, like, pulled off somewhere. He, like, got ahead, I think and then pulled off because he needed to post something else to Instagram and so she lost him uh, I don't think he noticed no. at all. No, he was very preoccupied. At all, until they they got back and he's like, oh
1: wait wait <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, very strange. I was just that was
0: so bad to me, I. Like, that's the sort of selfish. Thing. Yeah, so so selfish, just very. Very much a bad look for beginning, a marriage.
1: Yeah, to just disregard your wife on the first day of the honeymoon or second day of the honeymoon.
0: Right, he totally didn't take any of her feelings into account, didn't even use his eyeballs to see anything about her and how she was struggling. Mm.
1: And then even afterwards, when they like sat down to talk and she brought up like his egregious actions, he just kind of brushed it off. He was like, oh, I was just multitasking.
0: Well, you know, and look, you gotta give him some time to transition (laughs) (laughs) from caring completely about himself and no other person.
1: Oh dear. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he failed.
0: Yeah, that that was also a concern to me. That how he then responded to her concerns about what had gone on with all the ATVing, just it just I still continue to have a picture of him being someone who's perhaps a bit too full of himself and very inwardly focused and inward priorities. And let's be honest, that's not super helpful when you're going about a marriage. Because uh, spoiler alert, when you're in a relationship with two people, you gotta pay
1: attention to the other person. Uh, You do. I hope he learns from this. Ah.
0: not so sure. Uh I also was uh I, I thought it was interesting uh oh, this is just continuing the thread when they were in their little bungalow or room or whatever, filming themselves, and he was he seemed awfully worried that taking a long time to get ready was going to be a thing
1: I just you, he you, should he should know
0: did you hear that everyone the, the <laughs> long pronounced Christy sigh <laughs> in response I mean, to this
1: he knows she wears makeup and that black hair takes time to take care of This none of this should be a surprise does
0: he know she wears makeup see one of those he has men to, no no no. he <laughs> has to know
1: if he's if it's taking her an hour and a half what else is she doing look
0: i don't pretend to know what women get up to when they get ready <laughs> <laughs> ah man he was just he seemed quite worried about he that. needs
1: to have better time management and don't start to get ready until a half hour before she is don't get ready an hour before she's ready and you will just be sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Oh, so so
0: you're just you're viewing the hour and a half as just the reality for <laughs> good for now.
1: <laughs> I, that's what she that's how long she said it takes, so you need to plan your schedule accordingly.
0: Right. Though to to be fair to her first of all like if that works for your life, great, but also she did specifically mention that she doesn't do that all the time.
1: That's true. She says she's just running to the grocery store. It's like 15 minutes or something.
0: Right. Which, I mean, these these people are, like, they're about to go on this romantic dinner.
1: Yeah, they're also on TV.
0: And on so TV. So you got to look
1: presentable, I suppose. I mean, I I guess. Sometimes... Stasher seems like the first the person who would want to look presentable on TV. Right. Sometimes
0: I wonder if if Nate truly cares about appearing presentable.
1: Uh, I think he does. (laughs) Look at his haircut.
0: (laughs) No, no, he does. I'm just being mean. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't, I shouldn't be mean to people. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Explain to me a little bit uh, because we're obviously... A little bit in weird territory here because we lost one of our couples to COVID, and so we're waiting for them to get back into the mix of things. Uh, but at this point, are these all these individual dinners that they're having here this episode? Is that typically just a like a first night of the honeymoon, all the couples together, group dinner date type situation? Or do um, they often do they often just do this thing where they have the couples go individually?
1: Oh, it's usually individually right off the bat. Okay. But then, like, later on, you'll see group dinners or group hangouts like we saw at the end of this episode.
0: Yeah, I just wasn't sure if that was something that had been changed specifically for, for this season. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's... Have this little fancy, fancy dinner. And, you know what? Sometimes when you get to have a fancy dinner... On your honeymoon in a foreign country, you like to you like to get, uh, as all the kids say, gussied up. But that's what the kids say. Trust me on that. <laughs> and so yeah, that that maybe takes a little bit of time. Talk to me about about this dinner because we had the whole. Uh, postnup thing and I wasn't entirely satisfied with how all this shook out. So
1: well, as we saw, like I don't remember what episode that was, but the mom was like real concerned about the prenup postnup thing. So she first starts off by asking about like his bankrupt business and he like gives some details but not enough in my opinion about what happened with the business and why they had to file for bankruptcy and then He said he moved to San Diego to like reset and get a fresh start, and then like said his credit score went back to normal. How does that happen after bankruptcy?
0: Yeah, see, that's that's part of the questions that I had because it's entirely possible, right, that they could just edit stuff out. Like if he was giving more like identifiable information that you don't want that you can't show on TV. So it could be artificially light on information there. What they did show wasn't particularly enlightening.
1: No, I was left with a lot of questions. He's like, yeah, so
0: I knew a guy and we started a business (laughs) and I put money in the business and how do you say, yeah, blood, sweat and tears and then it didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> it was all it was all very vague and so hopefully hopefully she has a better picture of that than we did I was also yeah just questioning the whole credit thing because I don't think that that's how that works like I didn't think so either I know like you could personally have a fresh start like in a new place and be in San Diego and, and whatnot but it seems weird to me I'm pretty sure if you go through a bankruptcy, your credit is going to be messed up for a lot more than six months.
1: Yeah, that's. I would agree.
0: Like, years, probably.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm yeah, that's very confusing.
0: So, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he. Maybe just uh, wanted to appear more put together and, like, macho and, ah, oh, I'm, see, I'm a, I'm a boss lady too. And then is hoping to have further conversation about that and, like, come clean in a moment when the cameras are gone away, like, after decision day or something. Perhaps.
1: I mean, she does call it a yellow flag, so I don't think she was entirely (laughs) satisfied with his explanation either.
0: No, I will be following this thread with with interest because... Ah, interest. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) She also... Brings up the post concept to protect your assets. And he seems a little, like, taken aback by this. But um, she basically makes it clear that this is a deal breaker if he doesn't want to sign it.
0: Yes, you know, sign post You go
1: bye-bye. And so he says, whatever makes you feel comfortable. So he agrees to yes. sign it. I wonder how much money she... did. she have, like, a lot that... I want to know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean enough, enough that she wants a post and I mean you, you you obviously could do a post for whatever, but uh, I, I if she really is that insistent about it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if she's doing doing pretty well for herself there. Um, I mean it's not necessarily just a pile of cash but with all the flipping stuff that she does she probably maintains uh, some amount of multiple properties of real mm-hmm. estate that I mean the market's so hot right now you don't want you don't want to I mean look I'm gonna be totally honest here this is the only smart play with this you can't you can't go on married at first sight with a bunch of assets, marry a complete stranger, have eight weeks with them before you decide if you're going to get divorced at that point in time, and even if you don't get divorced at that point in time, probably divorce later. If you have any sort of brain, you gotta be going in there thinking post up." <laughs>
1: I mean I can't really argue with that like (laughs) they don't know each other you don't she doesn't trust him yet he's like you don't trust your boy like no (laughs) especially after that bankruptcy conversation I just heard from you (laughs) like that's not uh.
0: no that that would be completely awful like to go on the show with a bunch of assets and then the person they match you with is totally financially incompetent and has a bunch because that's the other thing we don't see him address is the fact that before he mentioned that there were debts associated with it. Didn't talk about debts at all here. So are are there still debts? Did he get rid um, of all of them through the bankruptcy? I mean He might have you can clear
1: a lot of things through bankruptcy. It sounds like but... he lost enough money on this business venture though.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he loves he's he's one of those day trader people. He loves he loves the risk.
1: So at this point the conversation morphs into talking about children.
0: Morphs, I would say, <laughs> takes a hard right turn. <laughs>
1: oh, he he seemed a little nervous about this question, judging by the massive gulp of alcohol that he swallowed when she asked that question.
0: Yes, they quite quite a Quite a large...
1: <laughs> 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 he wants kids in like two to three years and she wants it in a year.
0: A slight mismatch.
1: I don't understand the people who did married at first sight. They like, I want a kid next year.
0: I don't either. But there is, I'm sure, some... Like... Biological clock thought with that.
1: Yeah, considering she's 37, but still, mm-hmm. it's not like the guy you were matched with has zero red flags. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> Chris is like at this point, maybe maybe you should just kind of do your own thing and like get a like get a sperm donor and like <laughs> grow a test tube baby and then and then like in a couple years if if he's still around, then you can have a, and you can have a regular baby with him. Now, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I get the whole. Oh well, I'm thirty seven. I'm into the uh, geriatric. I believe as they call it, the geriatric pregnancies. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Which is so sad.
0: That, that term is very um, sad.
1: It kicks in at like age thirty six or something like that. It's not that old.
0: <gasps> right. Um. But you know ovaries age on a scale that's like it's more like dog ears instead of human years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- that's that's horrible to say and I'm, I'm so sorry but uh, it is, it is potentially more issue filled in terms of pregnancy if you wait super long. So I get that but yeah, I I cannot say that if I were in a relationship with this man I'd be like we're having kids within a year cause that's
1: no, especially when he's like well as long as it's with the right person and she's like we're already married you (laughs) idiot
0: (laughs) she's like I better be the right person (laughs) she's like yes I made the right choice with the post (laughs) dub Oh man, what did you think about uh, her her family situation later? I know she talked briefly about um about not knowing who her bio dad is and like being super ready to get rid of her name, even if it means taking upon herself the last name of an idiot.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's I I could understand where she was coming from with not wanting that last name anymore. So, I didn't I didn't have any issue with that conversation oh, I, at all.
0: Oh, I didn't have an issue with that. I just I just wanted your your thoughts as co-host of this wonderful
1: show. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't have too many more thoughts on it. Um, It kind of led into this awkward moment with Alexis.
0: Oh, man. What was that about?
1: I don't know. I guess because Alexis started mentioning that she did know her dad, and then it triggered Stasha, which is understandable considering she didn't know her bio dad.
0: Right, which is all the more weird because Alexis was trying to say, she knew her dad, but she never felt any connection with him. It was all kind of a weird, a weird trainer. Look, this is what happens when you get all the couples together. Is weird stuff goes. Yes,
1: on. that is true.
0: Um. Yeah, she was. She was pretty broken up about it. Uh, I do. I do get the reasoning. I. I wonder a little bit why it didn't maybe happen earlier in her life. Like especially like if she's someone. Who is so like she seems like she's a go getter. Like she's building this real estate empire and all the stuff that she's doing. That seems like a pretty great opportunity to me to change your name, like at that point, if you're gonna be oh creating oh, this. I feel
1: like it's kind of a pain to change your name to start with. Oh, it so yes, it absolutely I'm guessing is. she's like, Well, now's a good time as I need to do it since I'm getting married.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: don't know. It's just why him? <laughs> she didn't have a choice. That's no. who the experts matched her with.
0: Freaking, oh, the freaking experts, man.
1: she probably move to Lindy and Miguel. Oh
0: yeah, we can do that. Before we do, though, I wanted to ask you. So, who actually are the experts? All I know of are the Sergeant Pepper lady or Dr. Pepper.
1: Dr. Pepper, yes. And okay. there's Pastor and Cal, the, pastor. the black guy. Yeah. And we, we've we had Dr. Viviana for quite a few seasons now. But not she, she get just, fired last season? I, she left. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is there. but I'm, So she got fired. Yes, I, I guess. Um, I liked her though. So I'm kind of sad she's gone. But then we're going to have two more people coming which we have not seen footage from i don't think so i'm not sure who the, i know one of the people is a guy who actually just got divorced which is kind of funny <laughs> to give advice on a marriage show but
0: huh well i guess i will keep an eye on that yeah
1: but so far we've only seen the experts as like Lindy and Miguel just, were a match because, like, that same song the t- And it's just the two. Yeah. Normally so it's three. And really,
0: it's pretty much just been Pastor Cal. He's been doing everything for the most part. And yes, narrating in his the same song. We believe... <laughs> we believe that <laughs> Lindy and Miguel are a great match because... He snores.
1: <laughs> let's let's talk about them. Yeah, apparently he does snore.
0: I yes, that 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 became a point of some, some teasing there. I've become less and less optimistic about this couple the more and more I see of them.
1: Yeah, me too, which is sad because I thought they had the best chance out of everyone, but they have some differences that keep popping up yeah
0: I my my observation or perspective is that she is too like she's she for in terms of their relationships she still has too many attachments and ties to her seventh day adventist past and he seems to have a a flavor of like I don't even know what you would call it like because he's kind of an atheist but like I don't know if he's described himself as that but like it's it's kind of a weird flavor of that where he seemed to be perhaps particularly like just oh nothing matters or like all of that and so it's it's really it's a, i think it's a tough thing for them to find common ground because she wants to kind of move past that religious upbringing to a certain extent mm-hmm. but it's still she still has a lot of like brain ties to it emotional ties and stuff and he just thinks it's total hogwash and so there's a lot of tension there
1: i think well i i guess i mistakenly thought she was further removed from the religious upbringing that she actually is and so it keeps popping back up in different spots um like she talked about losing her virginity to i guess some college boyfriend maybe
0: uh fiance
1: oh okay um
0: yeah because it, it was ring by spring
1: yeah so i I got the impression that's the only guy she's been with like that
0: maybe correct that seems to be i think that's what she has said
1: yeah and so she brings up thinking that love is a choice and he thinks it's based on a feeling which that's a pretty big big difference yes that's gonna be hard to reconcile
0: yeah it definitely i would agree with you that that she's not She's not as far removed as maybe even as far as she thought she was. Because I think that can happen too is if, I don't know, I, I feel like a lot of people just live their lives pretty non-confrontationally. <laughs> so, like, if you know somebody who's an atheist, or you know somebody who's a Seventh-day Adventist, or you know somebody who's a Mormon, or whatever it is, like, Most people just, they just want to live their lives, they want to get paid for doing something that's not terribly odious and awful, they want to eat food, and they want to go to the bathroom on a toilet that isn't terrible. Like, most people don't want all that much. And so, I feel like most of the time you kind of go through life not so directly challenged on these things, whatever whatever it is you believe. And so I think she's finding that she cares more than she perhaps thought she did because he's picking at these things. Like even uh, on, uh, I guess it was technically the day, the fourth day of their marriage. <laughs> oh, they've made it so far. Uh, you know, they were having fun and, and joking and, and all this. And because they've, they've been working, they've been working up to consummating their marriage. just a really weird way to put it, in my opinion. But he starts joking about sex. and in particular, he's like, well, is God gonna be watching us and stuff like that?" And she like visibly got a bit uncomfortable and asked him to like not be sacri- sacrilegious.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. Like, okay, this is still, like, a part of you, even if you, like, don't want it to be.
0: Right, which, I mean, it it isn't surprising, given how deeply attached to her her family seems to be. Uh, Yeah. It's just... I don't think that... Or I guess I'll say it doesn't make things easier being matched with Miguel. Because he is somebody that wants to like pick at it. And because he he sure like I don't I don't think that he has any malice about it. He just truly believes it's all hooey. And so why like why wouldn't he make jokes like that or why wouldn't he like uh, one major thing I noticed it seems it seems like from what he said, this episode and previous episodes, he he's either ended his relationships because he's gotten cheated on, or after like three months, things hadn't happened. Like I think, I think he said it like he he likes to break things off after like three months if if the feelings aren't building. I believe that's that's how he. <laughs> that, uh, it, it's just a really different way of viewing things. So, oh boy, he needs he needs that he needs that potential for a spark, you know.
1: Well, he did say that there's other ways his needs are being met. Oh boy, dot dot dot. I don't want to think about. I'm sure that. we can all picture that in our heads now. That's also.
0: it's kind of like mainstream religious person thing to be like ooh sex is super important and sacred and all this but like I'll do sexual things for you (laughs) as long as long as we don't quote unquote consummate it it's like
1: "Mm, mmm loophole
0: pretty, pretty sure you consummated it pretty mm. sure you just uh, you're defining it very narrowly so you don't hurt your own feelings. But that's mm-hmm. none of my business.
1: <laughs> he also gives her a massage.
0: Uh-huh. Which, this is this is the tough position they're in because she has very specific views and she wants it to be, like, this special thing and natural and, like, built up to it. And he just really wants it. And so, like, there's a lot of tension in that, I think, because anything he does will, and probably rightly, be viewed as, oh, he's just trying to get in her pants, which is my the f- first thought I had when he's like and give you a massage. Oh, I
1: thought that, too. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And <laughs> I'm sure she did as well.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we will see how long it takes her.
0: Oh, man. ah, uh, Goodness gracious. Uh, we were so optimistic about these two.
1: I know. What a shame.
0: Yeah. Everybody's
1: uh, crashing and burning. Right. And I also... Uh,
0: this kind of, kind of blindsided me a little bit, because... They were talking about their parents. And so I guess Miguel's mom ended up abandoning his family. Like, she has schizophrenia, and so, like, there's all sorts of stuff associated with that. Like, he moved back to Puerto Rico for a little bit and whatnot. But the the thing that struck me was, so Lindy's parents are actually divorced.
1: Um. Yeah. Said so in eighth in eighth grade, her dad served her mom divorce papers.
0: Was Because am I crazy? I I thought that I thought that her father was a pastor. Am I just? Did I completely make that up?
1: Uh, I don't remember that. I'm not sure. Hmm. I just know we only saw the mom at the wedding, which I guess explains right. why. Right. I just didn't. I
0: just didn't realize. It was because of that. I thought that her father was taking a harder stance on it, based on how she said her family reacted, well,
1: which that, that is could probably be true. true
0: but also,
1: subtext:
0: can't be near your mom. I guess not. Causes too much. Causes too much trouble. Mm, yeah, that's. I I I caught that. I was like, wait, what? But they're like super religious. <laughs> They probably they
1: probably don't even believe in hey, divorce. Plenty of Christians get divorced. <laughs> mm, fake news. But we we won't get into that discussion here.
0: No, this is purely about Married at First Sight episode five, with a few jumps into other episodes because <laughs> you know we might we feel a little feisty.
1: <laughs> so that oh. was that was all I had on them.
0: Yeah, I, I. I just I just want to talk about the giant tornado of destruction that is Alexis and Justin.
1: Mm. <laughs> I don't know, they're kind of funny this episode just lots of awkwardness and cringy cringiness. So, first, they go horseback riding, which I just want to point out that, like, if you watch Bachelor in Paradise, you would think that there's no activities available. Oh, there are tons of activities. They need to take note. Look at all the things the couples are getting to do this episode in the exact same city. Oh, right. I mean, Paradise any, is filmed in.
0: Look, any time you go to one of those all-inclusive resort-type things, in, and they say all-inclusive, like, all, like, a lot of the things are inclusive. But you go to one of those places, there are so many things you can do. I mean, you can go to, like, go on local tours of, like, various ruins and archaeological sites. You can, like, go ziplining in the jungle. You can ride horses. You can go snorkeling. You can go scuba diving. Like, there's a whole, <laughs> there's a whole laundry list of things. Uh, but ABC's like, No. You must be in shacks. And no activities.
1: At least nothing interesting.
0: No, which is... It's just so funny to me because... Yeah, there are a lot of... There are a lot of people, obviously, and it's a revolving door of a revolving cast. But still, you do have those actual... Like, people get the one-on-one dates and stuff. like.
1: Yeah, but they do stuff like roll around in churro sugar. <laughs>
0: It's like you you couldn't you couldn't just like have them have like a, a an Incan ruin day where you they get to climb the temple together like <laughs> no because those are like one hundred and twenty five bucks a person
1: I guess Lifetime put out a little more money mm-hmm.
0: but which yes, we appreciate that... okay it makes it makes for a, a more interesting show purpose. yeah.
1: Yeah, so they they got their
0: horsey beach time.
1: Yeah, I didn't have much of note there, but at dinner.
0: Oh, man. They are headed towards a train wreck, in my opinion. It's such
1: a weird train wreck, though. <laughs> like, it's so...
0: It doesn't keep it from being a train Cause, wreck. Because, like,
1: Justin is, like, very, like, effusive and, like, talking about oh, how much it, he likes her. He puts it
0: all on the table.
1: And she can't handle it. She like gets nervous, and he actually like talked about how he wants kids with her, and he already loves her. And she just laughs in his face oh, like this high pitched, nervous. It was, it was like maniacal laugh. <laughs> it was it was like
0: like wild animal level laugh, like <laughs> just like pure. It was just nature, just. <laughs> It was so loud and so long.
1: Yes. It made for a very awkward moment. At least that's the way they cut it in the episode. And she's not ready or willing to say it yet. Which, in her defense, this is only day four.
0: I mean, time flies when you're having fun. I...
1: He's He, he needs to chill a little bit.
0: Right. And I just think the problem with them is that I don't think either of them has any chill. That's that's like a big problem. And because he and I don't agree with him precisely, but he keeps saying that Alexis is the woman version of him.
1: I don't think that's true.
0: Right, exactly. I like it's not true, but well what, what I'll say about it that I, what I think it is true is i think there's a very similar inability to take things seriously with both of them because this is kind of like obviously you have your fun times and this is the honeymoon and so you're like it's fun activity time before you really are get to the grind of marriage <laughs> <laughs>
1: pun intended (laughs) Uh, oh
0: gosh uh but but even so there is a certain amount of gravity to this situation and it feels like they both don't keep it they, they don't they both don't take it seriously Alexis's reaction is more often to just like her energy comes out as like that like laughing at him just outrageously because of saying that he loved her or just like the constant like just laughing out loud like like this is this wasn't that funny that like the thing that happened you're just like losing your mind and similarly with him it's not quite so much like comes out as the laughing is me ma- it's more like it comes out as that stuff of like oh man oh i just love you so much and like you you make my appendage so hard in the morning <laughs> and I love you so much and when I saw you at the altar I was like this is the woman she's my wife I'm gonna have <sighs> kids with her
1: like it's too it's just too much he said he fell in love at the altar right like, and so that's what why? I'm saying it's like it's
0: like it's almost taking it too seriously but like because of that it's really like is not taking it seriously. Like, is not an, neither is an appropriate response. And so they keep just like smashing into each other and escalating things. And it just it doesn't seem healthy to me.
1: No, and I loved when he asked her, "Does that scare you?" Scare you? And she says it doesn't, but she has this scared look on her face as she says that. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, it's a lot. he He's, like, flooding her with everything.
0: Yeah, it... I think it was a bit hard for him to hear what she had to yes, say. Yes, he
1: did look a little crestfallen.
0: Uh-huh. Especially, he just keeps saying that she's the perfect person for him.
1: He also, in his heart, knows that she loves him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because she did ask, she's like, do you think that I love you? And she, like, yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> They're just such a strange couple. I know. I don't know what to make of them together or even separately. Like,
0: I will say, I think that if he wasn't so ridiculous, she probably wouldn't be quite so ridiculous either. I think they spiral off of each other and I think that he's mm-hmm. probably the main culprit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think she I think she is reactive.
0: Right. And so if she was with and I'm sorry Justin, but if she was with a normal person <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that we would be stand, I don't think we would be here having these having this conversation. I just Because I do think that she is very reactive, and and a lot of this has been, like, it's just so much happening. Baseline. Married at first sight is a lot to have happen. And then on top of that, it's like, and the man you married is Justin.
1: Who you rejected on Instagram and Hinge. And Hinge,
0: yes. Which is so... I didn't see that after party but it seemed like it seemed like he was maybe a bit annoying in that whole scenario
1: well yes i think she did she did find him annoying i just i couldn't imagine being matched with someone after like basically saying no thanks on two different
0: platforms here's another spoiler for you she still thinks he's annoying that's my that's my hot take for this episode.
1: I think you might be right unfortunately, which
0: if they don't find some sort of equilibrium fast, they're not gonna make it past
1: decision day no
0: oh that's real
1: mm-hmm.
0: real, real tough uh, you, uh aren't you still glad though that that he's still celibate.
1: <laughs> Why does she keep saying like that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I also don't... See, that's the other... Yeah, it just ties into that. Like, she's now... And she has been... Continuing to be like, oh, he's celibate. Well, ooh, now we're celibate. It's just... Why?
1: Both of them doing too much. Exactly. <laughs> there's just there's ju- so much. And Justin saying it's been perfect, the marriage. How can you say that when she just said she can't say I love you? And that there's self it.
0: Guys. He has to put on a brave face, I guess. Guys, I I uh I don't know how to tell you this, but that doesn't sound like a perfect marriage to me. <laughs> one person doesn't love the other person, and they cannot have any sort of physical intimacy. Well, I, I, I won't say that they 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 have kissed, as far as we know. But ah, oh, that's just it's it's funny to me that Lindy was the one to say. Yeah, I burn a lot of calories here, pointing to her brain, when, like, it seems like there are, like, a couple hamsters on wheels in this couple—like, there's just a lot of, like, mental energy that results in no useful output whatsoever— Like, there's, I just, it seems like there's so much overthinking from probably both of them. Like, he's like, I gotta, like, I gotta put on this, this face of, like, yes, you're perfect, I love you so much, like, I loved you at first sight, like, we're gonna make this work, and she's like, oh boy, that's really freaking weird, uh, and so like they both go in circles in their own heads and then they come together and then they like they're it's just circles upon circles here it circles all the way down
1: yeah they they, they both need to chill <laughs> please I was just gonna go to Kristen and Mitch oh okay well, what
0: were you doing <laughs> Nate Nate thought that perhaps Justin got a little too excited telling Alexis that he, that he loved her already.
1: Well, he's not wrong.
0: No. No, he's not. Sadly. Oh, what a, what a disaster. But yeah, let's talk about our favorite couple. Kristen and Mitch. Mitch and Kristen.
1: Well, their activity is paddleboarding. And so Mitch loves this, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. As I, as I said to myself when I was watching this, hmm. wow, Mitch, classic Mitch.
1: Although he does say later that the boards they have are not ideal, so you always got to throw in. Well, so he
0: he really loves to bookend things. But first of all, like this is very classic Mitch emphasis on himself. So I, I, like I don't know. If if he chose this date, there's was, there was some indicators that perhaps the guys got to choose what they did, perhaps. So, if, if we are to believe that, he chose paddleboarding, because he loves paddleboarding. And he proceeded to, like... It just, it didn't look like he was treating her
1: very well. Like, it seemed like he...
0: Like almost ran her down a couple times. I
1: did notice that too. It looked <laughs> yeah. like he bumped into her, which made her fall right. over.
0: I know. Not a very considerate Mitch. Right. So of course, is is the is the classic Mitch bookend. So you had that where he made it all about himself, and then, then still complained about it later because <laughs> yes. what what did he say? Like the the boards weren't ideal. They they didn't do it for very long. They didn't go out very far.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> so it perpetually was perpetually unsatisfied. But, but it was a
0: really fun it was a fun it was a fun date. But there were an infinite list of things wrong.
1: He also got to see her in a bikini for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know,
1: whatever. And <laughs> then <laughs> this exchange I found very cringey. Um, I guess after they finished paddleboarding or later on, she talks about how they have the same sense of humor. And eventually this leads to a comment from Mitch saying, even sex is funny.
0: He's like, what? Hmm? <sighs> and then he had to try to explain what he meant, which I didn't personally understand. But No, I didn't get it either. No. I... I do want to say, I think, at this point in time, I think that Kristen is my favorite person, like, individual
1: person. Oh, yeah, she's great, especially considering who she's matched with.
0: Right, I just think that she has a, a pretty great head on her shoulders. Like, she's somebody who who is taking the process seriously and wants to make it work. But she's not being ridiculous about it, like someone like Justin is. I, I don't know about you, but I, I haven't really seen any like major red flags.
1: No, she's got a her. really, really good attitude. She's she, also yeah, she's not. A good attitude. She's also not a doormat. She knows her worth. Right. I mean, like, like I said,
0: favorite favorite person. So far. Not favorite couple.
1: <laughs>
0: favorite person. I honestly I still think that they're doomed. But
1: not not man, not through no fault of hers. I
0: hope she finds happiness.
1: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, this this was so sad where she said a pinky promise is our version of a kiss.
0: I almost cried when I heard that.
1: Oh, that's so depressing. Um. and then we had this conversation where he talks with his brother which this seems unusual for this show to just show them talking to family members on the honeymoon but i guess even though they don't
0: show do they does that still happen pretty regularly because we didn't we didn't see the conversation happen but uh we did hear that stasha's mother called her
1: and, yeah, and I've,
0: was telling him, telling her about the bankruptcy thing. I don't really
1: remember seeing this in previous seasons. Yeah, we got
0: we got a whole shot of of uh, Mitch
1: there with the hole in his head walking mm, around. More like three holes, actually. There were some other scrapes there I didn't notice before. Look, when you hit your head on a rock,
0: tends to have multiple areas.
1: Yeah, but he admits that he's not feeling that physical spark, even though he just commented that he liked seeing her in a bikini. Well, look,
0: okay, just because she's attractive and looks good in a bikini and makes him feel things and makes him horny and all that, that doesn't mean he's attracted to her, okay? (laughs) make that make sense? <laughs> now, he just... Again, what is with... Just the complete... What, what is with these people
1: just spending all of their time in
0: their heads?
1: I just... It's not like she's an unattractive person. No. One could argue that she's an attractive person. I, yes, I don't understand. I was just very baffled by, by this, the whole episode with him. He honestly... He's, like,
0: the anti-Kristen. Because he's, like, he's determined to have a bad time. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's determined to not make it work. Like, and I'm, I'm being reductionist, and I'm charitable, and all these things. But that's, like, the vibe you get, because it's, like, you have this perfectly great person or somebody who appears to be a perfectly great person right in front of you, somebody who I should mention, like seems to actually like she wants to have sex with him. She wants to have a marriage. She wants this to work out. And you're just like, mm, I really couldn't say that I'm attracted to her.
1: Ugh. It's like he's trying not to be right it that, doesn't make sense I, Right, and that like that's what i'm saying is because again he just keeps
0: he keeps qualifying everything and even like is and i'm just gonna i'm gonna spoil it here but they kind of they do go on to sort of make out a bit later after this whole conversation which again like i felt so bad for kristen uh, this it episode terrible like the the amount of emotional whiplash that she sustained like she should be suing him for whiplash because it was just absolutely ridiculous so they did like apparently have some intimacy there like didn't progress very far but then he's talking about it the entire time of like oh yeah i'm a man i have hormones i have needs it's like why Why are you so determined to not like her?
1: I don't, I don't know. I mean, at the dinner, he says, it's not there for me right now in the physical department. Right, not- because the
0: takeaway yeah, take from the phone call with his brother was that he needed to talk to her about these struggles that he was having f- finding her attractive... <laughs>
1: And, I mean, you can tell she's disappointed. She also says she's not going to convince him that she is a catch, which is, like, right on there. And he's like, well, I'm going to take it day by day. And she also notices that if she prods him to ask, like, why he's not feeling attracted, it would probably hurt her feelings, which I thought that was pretty smart, too. Right. I mean,
0: I I think her feelings were already hurt. And so
1: it would just be no need to pick apart what about her he doesn't like he's
0: just oh mitch please what are what are you doing i mean he's commented positively i mean in his mitch way commented positively about her
1: i wonder what has, what his exes look like like what what ooh, was he nice. what does he want <laughs> i think
0: I think he doesn't know what he wants. I think that he is a 41-year-old man who is terrified of commitment. I mean, this
1: is as good as it's gonna get for him.
0: Right, honestly, in, like... He should be thanking his lucky stars that they matched him with such a great person instead of some other rando.
1: (sighs) Like... It's so sad for her. She said she's thankful they have fun at least, even if he's not attracted to her.
0: Yeah, that's just weird. I My assessment is that overall the guys are a lot weaker than the
1: women this season.
0: Like, they suck a lot more in general.
1: Oh, I feel like that's usually how it goes on this show. Really? Yeah. I have a hard can time getting a- quality men. I can think of a lot of duds. Ooh. Men from previous seasons.
0: Come on, married at first sight. Get your crap together. You have all these wonderful women.
1: Find them wonderful men. How hard could it be? She also does say later on that if by decision day there has been no sex or an I love you, she will ask for a divorce. Yes, it's
0: ultimatum time.
1: Mhm. Which
0: I'm not a fan of ultimatums, but in this situation I think it's appropriate.
1: <laughs> yes, agreed, especially with Mitch. He needs right. to know the stakes.
0: Yeah, he's just so tightly wound and in his head that I think you got to kind of smack him around a little bit and be like, "Bro, come back to real life." Yep. What's going yep. on here? I I thought it was pretty funny. At the end of this conversation that I'm sure was super painful for Kristen. You know, like, I'm continuing on. She's just like, "Cross some ch- champagne and she's like, F it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like, might as well.
0: I feel bad for her. I really do. Yeah, she got settled. I mean, it's like, it she... she she needs words of affirmation and he is so far incapable of that which yep. shows perhaps a bit of lack of empathy but oh well
1: well the last couple is morgan and ben and we did there wasn't a ton i guess from them they kind of breezed through the like wedding pictures. I don't. That even, was the,
0: the quickest wedding reception. I don't even
1: think we saw like the first dance. There was like a no a short conversation with like his mom asking her how many kids she wants, and she's like, "Well, I there's a lot of things I want to do before I have kids." And I also think
0: maybe he's a little bit scared of her. Yes, given because the, given the like, yeah, because she like yeah, and
1: she broke her friend's tooth playing or doing that so I mean, martial arts things happen I know but <laughs> a permanent loss of a tooth
0: <laughs> Christy takes the firm position that it's not worth it
1: I'd be upset if I were that friend but
0: yeah yeah stuff happens I, I do think that man there are so many points of tension on this season. I just, I think that that's going to be a potential big one for them because Ben seems like he wants to be pretty traditional. Like, he is super. He's a super mama's boy. And his mother is super traditional. And so, it's like. I think, I think that that bleeds off on him, at least from a family perspective, to, okay, wow, I didn't think this was, this was going to happen, but I actually have a wife now. Okay, we need to have kids because my mom needs some grandkids because she's bored and it was expected to, of us and that's not, obviously, it's not how Morgan operates. So.
1: Oh. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they navigate that.
0: Yeah, I didn't think that their wedding cake looked super terrible.
1: Probably the best out of all five weddings.
0: It looked vaguely normal.
1: <laughs> yeah. We also oh. saw a whole bowl of condoms in their hotel room.
0: Yes. Yeah, he was, uh, I think he was pretty disappointed, because that it was also hit. it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. The next the, day,
1: yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, really, the, the night they got, apparently I don't know if he was actually born at midnight, or if he's the sort of person who's like hey, It's midnight! It's my birthday! And runs around telling people to celebrate them. I don't know. <laughs> but he was he was hoping for a little something-something mm-hmm. birthday present.
1: I don't think that happened for him. No. But she did bring him cookies and Cup- cream. Cupcakes the next morning? Yeah, with some candles, so... <laughs> Hopefully that sufficed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's very adamant that she wants him sexually.
1: I mean, maybe he's seeing stuff or not, but...
0: I mean, it's always it's always a possibility. Uh, very uh, a typical horny guy. Yeah, but still somehow not as horny as
1: Justin. Justin, <laughs> <laughs> Justin takes the cake.
0: Oh man, it's it's almost like Justin and Alexis are like cartoons. They're cartoon people. That is how ridiculous it is a lot of the time. <laughs> Just
1: Oh. Uh, they're
0: painful to watch. <sighs> yes, that that is the case sometimes. Oh, <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Hopefully look, I know I'm a deeply cynical person, and deep inside myself I don't think that any of these people are gonna have a happy ending. But I hope they figure their crap out. I hope they they find find a way, except for Kristen and Mitch. I hope that they break up so that she can find somebody good. That... I know. Yeah. I know that's terribly mean. But that's all I have. What a fun episode! I mean, it wasn't quite as uh, meaty as as I wanted. I like to, I'm, we're just. I'm really excited for the. Just the nuts and bolts of marriage here. I mean, come on.
1: That's coming once they move back
0: to. Oh, I I know San Diego. But it was it was a nice change of pace overall. I like that we're getting into some of the more uh, just more interesting parts of the season to me. You know, you can only see so many weddings, and be like, oh, cool, a wedding. <laughs> You know, you can only sit there so many times and watch coached family members and friends be like,
1: so, you gonna do it tonight? Ugh, oh, I'm so tired of that question.
0: I mean, come on, you gotta have it. Even, even in the delayed Morgan and Ben wedding, you gotta have yep, it. Yep, we got it. You gotta have it. Ugh, oh, well, Christy, how can people get in touch with us?
1: You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at groupdatespodcast.
0: Ah, yeah. We appreciate all of our listeners. We couldn't do it without you.